you are listening to Ideas and Leaders podcast. I'm Elena Paventa, Executive Communication Coach and TEDx Organizer. With each episode, I'll share with you communication tips and ideas from top business leaders to help you excel in your career. Welcome to the next episode of Ideas and Leaders podcast. Today, my guest is Kay Reddy. She's an empowerment strategist and speaker. Uh, Kay has coached many women on how to transform their lives by building relationships, recognizing their purpose, realizing their value, and activating their power from within. And today we're going to speak about women in business and, yeah, how to activate our power. This is such an important topic. Hi, Kay. It's great to have you on Ideas and Leaders. Hi, how are you? I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Great, great. I, I'm really excited to have you as well because uh, women empowerment is such an important topic and we need to speak more about it. So I'm super happy that you're doing this. So can you tell us maybe in the beginning, what is your story? How did you get to, to coach uh, women on activating their power? Yes, absolutely. I won't start at the beginning, but I'll give you um, a bit, bit of information really quickly here. So it started, oh God, maybe eight to 10 years ago when I first started uh, coaching women, which I didn't really consider it coaching. It was just something that came natural for me. So a lot of women in business would come to me for you know business advice and what should I do and how do I get there? And so just over the last year or two, it kind of turned in something a little bit more. But what I think the, the deciding factor or when I decided, okay, this is something that I need to do is because it's always been a passion of mine to see women succeed, especially women in business, because I have been in business for over 20 years and I know that, you know, the struggles that I went through in the beginning and realizing that actually that I had value on the inside of me to bring and to, to know that it takes a certain type of, of mindset in order to activate in where you have been called to be. Yeah, so it is great that women who are going through those struggles themselves, then they find this motivation to help others grow. And this is amazing to watch how women support women in the workplace. Uh, so as you're working with women, so what problems do usually women have that you help them with? And how do you how do you help uh, them with them? Okay, yes. So a lot of it is the problems that I have noticed and where I have worked with women is a couple of different areas. And one of them is fear. And another area is for them realizing like, hey, you do have a voice. There is some things on the inside of you that people need to hear. And I think oftentimes what happened, like us as women, we're very powerful, right? But we are our worst critics. You know, um, and, and that's what I deal with a lot with women because it's something that I struggled with in the beginning, too. And when you're talking about like fear, so 
the fear of moving forward, the fear of even um, believing that, you know, people would even listen to you. Do I even have something to offer that is going to, to make a difference in the life of someone else? The fear of, of moving forward, you know, sometimes because of our mindset or our upbringing or any trauma or drama that's happened in our past, sometimes it stifles us from moving forward and it creates um, a limiting belief in order for us to, to go forward. So really, you know, sitting with women and saying, okay, let, let's kind of backtrack. Like, what is it that is stopping you? What, you know, let's get to the root of it. Because I think once you attack the root of it, then you're able to get the problem solved and helping them know, like, listen, there, we are all drawn to a group of people. And so we have to understand that there, and, and this is what I tell a lot of women, that I'm coaching, it's like, listen, you have something of value, even if you don't believe it. And see, I think sometimes what happens is we focus on people who may not be our target market, right? We focus on people who are very successful and then we feel like, well, what do we have to offer them? And oftentimes that might not be your target market because believe it or not, you have enough information and enough value within you that you can still help a multitude of people. You just have to understand your voice and you have to be not be afraid in order to, to let it out. You know, I struggled with that for a very long time and, you know, just overcoming that, like believing in myself to say, listen, I do have value because Otherwise, people wouldn't be coming to me, right? Like I do have something to give. And I think it's just really just stepping out of your comfort zone. I think once you step out of your comfort zone and you begin to move in it, that is where your your confidence go. And that's some of the exercises that we do. But I think it's definitely getting down to the very root of the problem. Like why, why aren't you moving? Like what's stopping you? And normally it always boils down to some sort of fear. Mm, yeah. So I also see a lot of this fear and imposter syndrome as I'm working mm -hmm. with women as a communication coach, because I'm a communication coach and TEDx coach. So I help with public speaking, with leadership communication. And I can see that in some, in, in some moments, women, they're like, uh, they have this imposter syndrome that, oh, they're not listening to me. Those men are not listening to me because I'm a woman. And uh, I'm like, who told you that? Did they, did they tell you that? <laughs> or do you just think about it yourself? What are some of the tools that you recommend to your clients? What can we do when those imposter syndrome thoughts attack us? So I'm really heavy in affirmations. That's one of the things that I, you know, recommend for my clients. Like we'll sit down and and we'll and you know I'll ask them like, okay, what? Tell me some good things about yourself. We can always focus on everything that we don't have, the negative things. But I want to hear something good. And so we go through that process. And I say, okay, I need you to come up with at least five things, five good things about yourself. And then it's just constantly saying that because I believe that the more you say something, even if you don't believe it in the beginning, 
after you begin to say it so many times that in your mind, you will begin to believe it. And once you begin to believe it, I am a firm believer that your actions will begin to come into alignment with what it is that you believe based off of what it is that you're saying. So that's one thing that we do. Also, personal development. Listen, I believe that it is very important that we have to develop ourselves, you know, whether that's listening to motivational podcasts, whether that's reading books or, you know, reading the Bible, whatever it is that you do, but you have to work on yourself because the more that you feed yourself, the more it's going to begin to build up your confidence and it's going to allow you to to begin to walk in who you have been born to be. So those are two main things that I focus on that I found that, you know, has been helping the people that I coach. Mm -hmm. So affirmations, positive affirmations about ourselves and personal development tools, constant work on ourselves. Great. So we have those tools and we have uh, such amazing coaches like you who, who are empowering women. Why do you think that we still have not so many women on boards and not so many women in the leadership? So what do you think is stopping many women from going up, going up? Like moving up into like that, the ladder or yeah. going into, into um, leadership positions again. And I know I don't want to keep sounding redundant, but it could be a couple things. So it could be not realizing that there is opportunity there. That could be one thing. Um, the other thing can be intimidation. Um, I've, I've come across a lot of women who are, they deal with being intimidated or they feel like people will be intimidated by them. Um, you know, because they may have strong personalities or they may come across as aggressive. But once you begin to get to know them and talk to them, then you will understand that they that they are not aggressive. Then I do think a measure of it can come from fear, literally just the fear of the unknown, the fear of, you know, because I think sometimes we could get comfortable in our current place or our current position. It's not that we may not want more, but I often find that when we get to a place of maybe we have, you know, a good income and maybe, you know, everything seems to be going good and that can cause us to be comfortable in where we are and not striving, you know, to do more, to be more. So I think those are some of the areas that keep women from kind of stepping into that leadership position, which I would love to see more women just step out and just grab hold because there's so many opportunities out here, you know, for us women. And, and I, I'm always excited when I meet women who are actually doing that or they're in like unique positions where people tend to feel like, you know, maybe women shouldn't be doing this type of job. I'm always thrilled to see women kind of breaking those barriers and kind of moving into those different areas. Yes, it is so inspiring to see that women are breaking so many barriers, so many glass ceilings right now. You can see oh, in so many industries, so inspiring. But still, I think that we need uh, we need more women in leadership, team leadership positions and boards and you know managers, top managers, because still 
all of those top positions they are are dominated by men and and um you mentioned this a very interesting topic that i wanted to ask you additionally about that women sometimes they are perceived as aggressive and women they are it is their nature and according to to scientific research women are more emotional so maybe not more emotional but they show emotions more let's say <laughs> they not feel more but they show uh they show more and do you think that this is a good thing in business or this is not helping in business and what what can we do with with those emotions in business i think in some aspects it is good depending on the emotions that you are displaying. So, and what I mean by that is, you know, when I'm working with, I mainly work with women in business. And so when I'm talking to them, I think that when you bring your personality and when you bring your your emotions, if you will, that speaks to your uniqueness because we all have our own personal unique blend and i think that we can walk in leadership positions even with our emotions even with our you know our personalities because that shows who we really are and that allows us to be authentic about who we are and not necessarily have to be apologetic now when i say that though there is um you know you have to be mindful of of you know walking in that and when you say emotions or emotional i don't want people to think like you know like sad or you know always crying and stuff like that but definitely bringing i think that brings your pizzazz which is what is needed in top leadership like you know for me i i'm fun i like to have fun i like to laugh you know i do know when to be serious but in all that I love to laugh. And so I bring that, you know, often where I go, you know, people will often find me, you know, laughing, making my atmosphere um, in a way for me to be able to function because that's how I function. I don't like stiff, you know, I don't like stiffness. I don't like very rigid. And I think You know, when women do bring their emotions, they bring their personality. I think that breaks up the monotony of the mundane things, especially when you're talking about being in higher leadership positions. I think that that is um, I think that that is a good thing. Now, I don't like I said, I'm not like for like, you know, bringing like the the bad emotions and, you know, the bad attitudes and stuff like that. But definitely bringing your unique blend is what is going to set the precedence and the difference when you're talking about upper leadership. Yes, absolutely. I love it. I think that we need more of this authenticity We need more of this empathy in the top leadership and uh, more women definitely can can bring this to to this leadership. So I think that um the fear that you mentioned and the the resistance that you mentioned very often it shows in the fact that we are afraid of speaking up. We are afraid of selling our services. We are afraid of showing up on social media and and I know doing lives and and speaking about our products and services. So, what would you recommend to women who are listening to us 
how can we gain this confidence uh, to become more confident, more salesy in in uh, what we do, and to to hold back less? No, yeah, that is actually a great question um, because it's an activity that I, I did with a group of my agents, and and so we had a challenge, and the challenge was: listen, I want you to just create a video. Don't worry about it. Just create it. I think the first steps is just doing it. Maybe you don't start off with a live, right? Maybe you just start off with a video. I think what happens is, is that, like I said, we're our worst critics. So we can find every flaw about us. And that is literally what is holding us back. It's like, you know, well, you know, I don't like my teeth. This was, this was, this was me. And I just had to kind of get over myself because I would be like, well, you know, I don't like this about myself. I don't like that about myself. I don't like my smile. I don't like this. And all those things are just limiting beliefs that keep us from moving forward. So I think once we get in our mindset that, listen, there are people waiting on what we have. That is one thing that helped myself. And I've noticed that it helped a lot of other women that I've been working with. And I simply tell them this. I said, listen, here's a question for you. If you knew that whatever it was that you had to offer your product or your service was exactly what someone needed to help them whatever, like if it's their service, to help them move forward, to help them break free, to help them gain confidence, or um, if it was a product, to help them lose weight, to help them with whatever, and you really believed what you had worked, how long are you going to keep that to yourself? How long are we going to make others wait for what it is that we have to give? And they're usually like, well, I don't want them to wait. So it's like, okay, you just have to do it. And I also tell them, like in the beginning, I was terrible and I still don't feel like I'm that great on the camera, but I go back and look at some of my old videos that I just went ahead and posted and I laugh, but it's better to move in being imperfect than waiting for things to be perfect. Because if you wait for things to be perfect, you will never get anything done because nothing is ever going to be perfect. There's never going to be the right time. You just have to go ahead and do it. And as you do it, the more you do it, the better you get. The more you do it, the more confident that you'll feel. The most important thing is whatever that product and service is that you have, that people need it. And they need it now. So you just have to kind of get past your own insecurities and move forward. And I guarantee you, the more that you do it, the better that you will get. Yeah, this is so inspirational. Thank you for that. I think that many people, they they just don't focus on the value that they give. Uh, they're, they're focusing on how they look, even as, as a public speaking trainer and coach. Or sometimes I would w- work with people on their presentations. And we're discussing how they present, but then they're looking at their recordings and say, oh, my hair is awful. Oh, oh no, I look awful today or my clothes. Oh, I don't look well. And they find everything that is not presentation related. Why they they don't, they won't speak up, you know? And then when we move 
past this phase of saying bad things about uh, about themselves i'm saying okay now let's focus on the positives so exactly what what you're working with as a coach focusing on the positives uh, on what you're doing well and then then it is much easier to work because we are gaining this confidence yes i'm not that bad right Mm -hmm. so yeah it is um uh, it is so important to gain this this confidence in in communication because this is the first stage when we finally realize that yes our message is important we have something to share and we start gaining confidence in communication then we can get better in sales we can get better leaders and then there is a next step how to expand right so first you are encouraging you're motivating people to kind of understand that they have value to share is there anything else that you can share to help them move forward yeah so i have this this segment that i do that talks about um activating the power within So we all have this power within and it's a series of things. So it's like, I I have like the three P's to activating the power within. And that's, um, you know, prayer, literally just finding out who you are, you know, what was I created to do? Who was I created to be? What is my sole purpose? And finding out what that purpose is. And then begin to proclaim, to begin to speak, you know, begin to talk, begin. And some of that talk is (laughs) self-talk. Some of it is self-activated where we have to talk to ourselves. Yes, it's okay to talk to yourself. And I've had to do it many a times where I had to encourage myself. I had to talk to myself like, look, you got this. Look, you have power on the inside of you. People are waiting for what it is that you have to give. You how you were born for this. You were created for this. Because what I found, the more that you begin to talk to yourself and speak to yourself, it begins to uplift you. It begins to put you into a different, the other P, which is posture in position. It begins to allow you to get into a different posture, into a different mode. And, and, and once you get into that, it allows allows you to actually move forward. So those are like some of the things. And then there's like the four P's that stop us from activating the power within. And so I like to take people through that as well. And that's people pleasing. Oftentimes we get so focused on pleasing others that it allows us from moving forward and what it is that we're supposed to do because we're worried about What are they going to think? What are they going to say? It's not about the messenger, but it's about the message. So we have to understand that we can't focus on pleasing people with whatever it is that they're going to think or say. We just have to do what we know that we have been called to do. The other thing is perfection. You know, I am a perfectionist and I have to tell myself almost daily, it does not have to be perfect. It will not be perfect. You just have to do it. And you begin to make things better as you begin to go. And then we have procrastination where we just procrastinate. We take all of these things, like you said, the the people that you're coaching on their presentation, that it's like, oh my God, I looked like this. It could have been like that. It could have been like this. Or we take all those things that keeps us stagnant ultimately to keep us from our ultimate goal. And and so we just have to to move past that because, listen, 
We all have been created for a purpose. And I think the sooner that we figure out our purpose and we begin to walk in it, not only are we helping other people, but it's also fulfilling to ourselves. I run across a lot of women who are just in into their careers or whatever, but they're like, I don't feel fulfilled. And it's because they're not walking in their purpose. And once you find that out, I promise you, everything that you have, your purpose, your destiny, your power, um, all of that stuff is for us to be able to help others. Yes, yeah, so all of those elements are so important. Thank you for sharing this. Uh, I mean, we need we need to understand that this is not about us, and we are just a, a tool to to pass uh, the message and to make a change in the world. Whether it is with our businesses, with our presentations, with our products, with our participation as as a team leader in the leadership structures of organization and we are part of this bigger purpose. I think that this is such an important message. So thank you so much, Kay. And uh, if you had to sum up uh, your main messages to our listeners, what would you like them to focus on to um, activate their power to become more confident selves? I would sum it up with this. Just go out and do it. Like, don't wait another day. Focus on the thing or things that you can do right now in this very moment and then begin to build upon that. Perfect. Perfect. So this is so motivating. I think that definitely after recording this episode, I will go and do something. So thank you so much, uh, Kay, if our listeners want to reach out to you, to talk to you more, to work with you, where can they find you? You can find me on just about every social media platform, Facebook, Instagram, kind of a little bit on TikTok, but um, the main source would be Facebook and Instagram. And it's just my name, K-Ready Empowers. Um, or you can go to my website at kready.com. So that's K-A-Y-R-E-A-D-Y.com. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much, Kay. Thank you for being on Ideas and Leaders podcast. It was very inspiring listening to you, definitely. And I'm sure that our listeners will take the inspired action after listening to you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Ideas and Leaders podcast. Did you enjoy this episode? Let me know that you listen by tagging me in your LinkedIn profile and using a hashtag ideas and leaders. See you in the next episode.